everybody. Welcome back to the Next Level Podcast with Dr. Leslie. I am your host, Dr. Leslie. Who else would be sitting here? I have an amazing guest, Mandy McKellar. She is a divorce attorney and a fucking amazing human being. She's <laughs> hilarious. Okay, she is in the middle of sharing a story with us about Halloween and her gaggle of gay men. So please share. Well, please I, share, because you were share. I mean, I was share in the black. I, I, I have pictures I can send it in, but... Uh, no, I, I, w- I was sharing, like, I will never meet a man because I was at a straight bar a couple weeks ago and I was with 50 gay men. And I was like, you know, if there is a straight man in this bar, he's going to have to get through a lot of layers to, like, <laughs> even get to me. I, you know, yeah. I'm always surrounded by gorgeous gay men. <laughs> and that's, I, mean, I love that it. sounds amazing, right? <laughs> and so you were saying, like, why do I need a man when I have a bunch of amazing, beautiful men around you anyways? They, right? they, like, and they're always beautiful and they're always smell nice and they're always dressed to the nines. And it's just. And they I, adore I, you. Yeah. And they adore you. Uh, yes, absolutely. They do. I adore them, too. They, you know, we, we're all involved in each other's lives intricately. So, yeah, that's amazing. So. It's fascinating because Mandy is, again, like I said, she's a divorce attorney here in Vegas. Um, we'll put up all of her handles so you guys can follow her and we'll um, show it again at the end. But it's interesting, especially, I, I came into this, as you know, season three is all about relationships. So this platform I use to help you reach your best, most highest potential life, right? So we talk about self-mastery, biohacks, manifestation, creation, abundance, wealth generation, all of the things, because we're badasses and we can do it. Anything is possible. But this season is all about, okay, when we have unfucked up ourselves, how do we then (laughs) attract someone and be with someone who is also hopefully unfucked up and how do we do that? And so last week we had someone on uh, Natalia, who is a dating and relationship coach, which I actually had a side <laughs> coaching conversation with her earlier today that had me going, holy fuck, I really fucked up. <laughs> After all these 40 <laughs> years on this planet, like, I have no idea how to date Mandy, like, at all. So I appreciate that you just got out of a six-year relationship two months ago so we can exchange, not hate on men, ah, maybe, why not? I want to hate on men. I'm one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so... Thank you, Lana. I mean, I love men. I appreciate men. But clearly, I've made some mistakes. I didn't realize I didn't know how to really date. I fell into my relationships. And like my first, my first husband, my, my ex-husband, <clears throat> you know, I met him at a club. And he brought his, his business there. And I was working there. I was working myself through school. And we just were talking, talking, talking. And, you know, it was a, he's like, oh, I'm a model. You should model. And like, I'd model. And then it you know, one date, and then we're married for 11 years. And and then the, the last boyfriend I had, he was nice. a dance partner. And so, you know, we danced and danced, and we had sex. And it's like, okay, we're in a relationship. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck. Like, and then it's like, then I'm into it, and I'm invested, and I'm emotional, not realizing you got to take it slow, because I apparently don't know. I don't have any fucking breaks in my, in my I'm heart. I'm right with you. So I realized that today, that I'm, like, full speed ahead, and then guys tend to not show their true colors until between three and six months. Yeah. And by then I'm just like, Woo, okay, this is fun. <laughs> like you won me over. We're cool. You know, and then we're not. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're not. And then I'm wondering, what the fuck happened? Well, I know very clearly now why. That you're the problem. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, the guys, some of them are dummies, some of them are great, but no, it's me, I need to be more discerning. 
Oh, okay, well, well, you share. Chime in. This is why she's here, everybody. Because um, okay. being a divorce attorney, she knows the fucked up shit, that, the decisions we make that are dumb about relationships, how they fall apart. I wanted insight, but also from your own experience, like being a divorce attorney and dating, like that sounds counterintuitive. Well, okay. Tell me. Share. Say it all. First off, being any kind of attorney and dating when you're a female, like uh, immediately if you get in a fight, it's like you're going to out-attorney me or you're going to cross-examine me. And oh, uh, so I get true. that a lot. And, uh, you know, I've mentioned do it. Do you? But do you? No, I don't. You don't? No. Okay. I, I'm trying to get to the root of whatever the problem is, but it seems to me that there's always, like, a problem. Of it. What is your problem? Uh, problem? Why do you have so many problems? I'm actually, I'm pretty laid back, though. Like, in my last relationship, he was a touring musician. He was not here a lot. He had a lot of obligations. I have a lot of obligations, but... You know, I didn't even want to live together. I didn't want to get married. I just wanted to have good times and date and have sex and just live my life, you know, Amen. abundant and, you know, fulfilled. And, fulfilled. and yeah, but that's not uh, that's not how it ended. Uh, <laughs> but and, you know, it was sad because like we didn't cheat on each other or anything. But my first relationship, he cheated on me all over the place. That was my first marriage, actually. Oh, but, uh, you know, like it's it's. I think that whether you go slow or fast, there's interesting statistics on how relationships end. If you've ever heard of the seven-year itch. Yes. Yeah, I had it. There's a reason and a basis for that. Because the way that re relationships are structured, you meet. The first couple years, you're in love. Then the next couple years, you're building a family. You're building a house. You're building whatever you're building. And then all of a sudden, you're put into a box. And people, as they are, advance and change. And most of the time, you know, once you're in the box, you're you're not wanting to change anything. So uh, what happens is, you know, it blows up. An average marriage is like eight to ten years. So mine was eleven. Yeah, mine seven. was eight and a half. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, so uh, we are okay. problems. <laughs> we are part of the statistic. We are the statistic. Yeah, it's an okay. it's an actual thing that it's it, an average relationship span is from like seven to ten years because of that. You know, you you get comfortable, you get into your routines, and then you want the routine to change, and then you're not willing to change together. And you go on separate tracks. Whose fault is it? What does this? What does the data <laughs> say about whose fault is? I don't not know. I, I don't know if it's anybody's fault, but most okay. of the time, when you are put into the box, there's a lot of infidelity. Uh, that's what typically happens. Actually, sixty percent of all marriages end in infidelity. Seventy percent of marriages end in just a change of circumstance, and that's what I was bringing up about that. So. So with that, does it is it men more than women with the infidelity, or what's the tendency? I think it's to, about equal on, it? on both sides. And that would make more sense. I actually read a statistic, um, just an article the other day, that women end up getting much more complacent with sex way sooner than men. Like, men can cruise control with the same, like, sex as long as they're fulfilled and they're getting it because they're pretty easy to please, so I'm told. <laughs> I have no experience. I'm a virgin. Um, <laughs> hey, I had IVF with my kids. It's very possible that I had never had sex before. I mean, I have the doctor's papers to show they were created in a lab. 
She's a beautiful baby. <laughs> the, sure, the, the Virgin Marie. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so women tend to get more complacent with sex faster than men, and they want more variety. I, I, do, I don't I I didn't read anything about that. I just know that one of the aspects of getting stuck in the box is sexual. Yeah. Uh, so maybe it does happen with women sooner than men. Maybe it doesn't have any bearing on it just because they're bored. They're still fucking stuck in the box. What yeah. else is in the in box? Mind. Like what? It, what is? Oh Aside well, sex. when you get stuck in the box, it's just like it's, it's routines. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, daily tasks and duties. Kids, if you have kids. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. You know, and and actually, typically around eight years is when kids are getting older and they're starting to create their own de- independence, do their own things, oh. and then that's when things tend to switch, and that's typically when a divorce happens. Oh. So it's up to it's up to the relationship or the parties in the relationship to be able to come together and try to get on the same track and realize that in our adult lives. After seven years, an adult completely changes. Usually, yeah, yes. uh, it, it, it's it's just a fact. There's there's yeah. things that happen, or you don't, and then, then if you got one changing and one the same, you know, it's that's exactly <laughs> right. You fall out of alignment or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. So um, the wrap up here is that you just don't get in the box, everybody. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> don't get married. Fuck it. <laughs> well, <laughs> so what are Let's before we dive into all of the fun stuff of alternate situations and some of your own personal experiences. But um, in terms of so divorces or marriages, what are some of the um, like? Do you have any juicy stories about like a divorce or or <laughs> the messiest let's, divorce? Let's just go into something like that fun before we get into more of the the gooey yes. or the factual stuff. Good, good. I shit. mean, I've done I've I've been doing divorce law for nineteen years, so I have a, a lot of stories. Um, I did think of a couple that I'd want to bring up. I mean, I've sure. had. But honestly, it's it's a conglomeration. People do the nuttiest shit when they're getting divorced. Um, I've had them kidnap children where I've what? had to go find the children. Oh we God. did find the children. The children finally got back. I've had that happen a couple times. I've had I've had people kill their children. What? I've had people kill themselves. I've had people kill their spouses. I've had, you know. Um, Seriously? Yeah. I, oh, this one actually happened during the pandemic. I represented a young man, and he was trying to get custody of his kid. We got visitation of the child, and it was supposed to be on a Friday. And I always knew that that chick was crazy. I was like, yeah. this chick is crazy. And I always told him, I was like, just calm down. We got to deal with crazy. We'll get, you know. And he was very good. And um, she took the kid in the desert and shot the kid and shot herself. It was 18 months old. Yeah. So that was one of my really bad stories. And, um, you know, psychologically me, I, you know, I even have to handle that because it's like, wow, what what else could I have done? You know, but uh, and I've had I I had one where the guy was fighting for custody of the kid and the kid was 15 years old. She uh, met a boyfriend and then she murdered my client and left him well, she dismembered his body and put him in the garage. And uh, the kid? The kid did, yeah. I got off the case right around the time that it happened. There was going to be more things happening. 
Um, but wow. that was in the that was in the news actually, and uh, like I was like doing the dishes, and like I see my clients like picture on the on the screen, <laughs> and oh I was like, God. whoa, wait, uh, what? <laughs> like oh, it, it was a whole thing. But, absolutely insane. Yeah, I mean, wow. I've had some people do some insane things. People do insane things in relationships or at the end of relationships. It's a very volatile situation. So if you're ever in one of those, like seek help from authorities or groups. There's lots of them out there. You know, domestic violence is also one of the 30 percent of marriages end in domestic violence. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised by that. No, it's not surprising at all. Especially in Vegas. I'm sure I don't want to like alienate Vegas, but Vegas is kind of Nevada has the highest divorce rate in the United States. Okay, there you go. <laughs> See, I was not. I'm very proud of that. I'm proud of Las Vegas. Right. So over the pandemic, since we talked about that, w did you see any trends in, um, you know, an increase in people getting married or annulments or divorces or like people are now going like, this is my pandemic mistake. I know there were a lot of... <laughs> I've heard a lot of pandemic mistakes. Like, I've, I've literally <laughs> legit met women. They're like, you know, oh, your baby's sick. My pandemic mistake. And I was like, oh, oh fuck. Okay. God. See, I got you a need... puppy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love him cute. so much. Uh, but in terms of the relationships and marriages and annulments and mistakes and that, like, there was an, There was a slight uptick in birth rates after the pandemic. Slight. Okay. However, there's been a huge decline in marriages and divorces probably because there's a decline in marriages uh, yeah, okay. and there's there's been a substantial decline in in child childbearing uh f f and it's been going on since 2011 okay. uh, so less people are that. getting married less people are having children okay. which means less people are getting divorced um but do you think less people are having children or do you think more people are getting abortions I, I don't know about that. Oh. I, I think just less people are having children. In general. Because, um, you know, the world we're living in, I don't have any children. Like, I, I, have, I have dogs. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, I you know, I love my dogs. I, I don't... I, have my dogs and my gays. And my dogs. That's all I need. That is. You got your guy to cuddle with you at night, the fur baby, and then you got your gays to like party all day and be loved on. I like love hello. Gay boys. Well, and you can always get a vibrator for the other stuff. So what the hell do you it's need true. a man for? Shit. <laughs> See? I fix my own toilet. Just don't be in the box. I think we're just saying don't yeah. get married. It's it's funny because <clears throat> you know, as I was going through this dating coaching thing and it's like you know, she's this first session, the you know, the free sort of consultation, whatever I went through. It was awesome. She's amazing. But it really made me reflect <clears throat> not only that I didn't know how to date, my whole strategy was a little off, which is fine. It's correctable. Easy, easy fix. Now I know what's wrong. I can like not rush and I can be more discerning. I know the qualities. I can ask the right questions and not be, you know, so like, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> like, you're a guy. You got a dick. You fuck me good. Okay, fine. That's my relationship. <laughs> Until we're not. I don't know. Whatever. Mm. Whatever I do, I'm making fun of myself. <laughs> it's like, we're good. I'm self-sufficient. I'm independent. Like, whatever. But then, you know, he can't handle me or whatever the deal is. So That's exactly why <laughs> my like, relationship okay, ended. Yeah. Like, okay. They can't handle you. Yeah. And they don't want you to outshine them. I outgrow yeah, so fast. And I'm just getting started. Like my new chapter, my whole, whole new book of my life, like 
is just beginning. It's like this is I've just I have I'm 40. I have a doctor's degree. I have two kids. Like I've done so much shit in my life and now I'm speaking and doing like this is just my trajectory is going up and I'm outgrowing people so fast. Like so I came to this conclusion even though in my heart I think I might want to have one person. I really don't know if that's real. And the coach told me you could be an anomaly, but of all the women that I have coached, none of them end up being able to be polyamorous for an extended period of time. Oh. They it doesn't work for them. There's drama and I'm like, yeah. But maybe I am different than everybody else. Like polyamorous like multiple partners? Yeah, like, not monogamous. Not monogamous. No, like I don't know. I, I'm I'm not saying that I am. But or you're anything. saying just, poly multiple men, not one man multiple women. No, well, you were. Would you want to be with like another woman? Too, no, or? no, 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 no. I just mean like love is love, and if I love one person, I can love two people. I've loved two people before, but then I remember that. Then she was saying. <laughs> Shh. It was a private <laughs> conversation, <laughs> bitch. I, I want to hear what she said. <laughs> I went through a period of time where I had lovers. And I enjoyed having multiple lovers. Yeah. Well, until I, I, didn't. I think that you can have, I mean. Until I, think, I didn't. And then I wanted a relationship. I wanted my one person like that. Yeah. Part of you me. You always have longed. a favorite. Well, and but I think that's that was part of like maybe what I was trying to do for dating before, but it, you know, I found someone I thought, but then I fucked up the other things where I, I didn't end up, you know, making sure that he was reliable and trustworthy and all the things I just fell into it, even mm -hmm. though he, he was like the one at the top. Yeah. I still didn't vet him and I kind of moved a little fast, I guess. So I don't know. I think maybe that's just my dating strategy is being able to really enjoy all of the things, but I just have to learn how to like put the brakes on until I find one person. But even still, if it's like the seven year itch I had with my ex-husband, it's like I also don't have a, have, I'm non-attached. It's not detached. I just allow people to come in and out as they need to without expectation. Mm. And I think that's part of the box. That's, the box yeah. is expectation. Like I don't know how we can possibly... Like, this is a legit question that I wanted to ask some experts or collaborate. Like, if we can find an answer, how do we procreate <clears throat> in this world knowing that relationships are likely only going to last seven, eight years before we outgrow each other or whatever? How do we create healthy children and continue to procreate and have this while still honoring Good question. this I'm growing, you're growing, right. this might not be a forever thing. Like, how do we do divorces nicely? How do we create the ending in a wonderful way while still not, you know, raising cray-crays? Like, we don't want cray-crays <laughs> reproducing. They shouldn't. But those <clears throat> there's, of, of there's us. There's two words that go with that, and it's called prenuptial agreements. Yes! Okay. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's one, Yeah. That, well, now you can't put any kids, you can't put kids in a prenuptial agreement, but sure. if you're going to get into a relationship and married, married especially with anyone, the best thing that anybody could do is to protect their assets. 
Um, so, you know, there, and there, there's a structure in pro prenuptial agreements that you don't even have to have a prenuptial agreement. You can still follow it. And that's just to maintain your separate assets separately. Don't commingle them. That's mixing them together right. and have one account where you are paying all the bills and things jointly. But it makes things a little easier when you do get divorced. If there's a pre plan, I had a prenuptial agreement in my marriage, so it was oh, done nice. quickly. Okay. Uh, it's much cheaper than a divorce, um, and it protects you in the future for your, because that's where divorce gets really, really bad. That's when people are you know killing each other and stuff. It's over. It's over money. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, but. The, you know, the, the, it, and I don't even think it has to deal with the amount of money or anything. It's just one upping each other. Yeah. Um, because when you're get, I always tell people when they come to my office, like your decision making power in your divorce case, you, like your brain has now completely slipped into your ass <laughs> because you do not know. You cannot think clearly. You do not know how this works. <laughs> Um, some people don't like that, but then they're not my clients. And so <laughs> right, right. get out of here. Um, yeah, yeah. Because you you can't, when you're going through a breakup or any end of a relationship, you cannot think clearly. True. Um, but how, how do we, uh, you know, structure it for children and whatnot in the future? I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's why I have dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, right. I mean, to 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 continue our species, I mean, we need to procreate. But but maybe the question is, should we continue this species with how <laughs> fucked up we are? <laughs> okay, that's a whole other podcast. We're not right. going to even go there. We're not Honestly, there's that. a big problem like coming up into the horizon because of low birth rates. That's right. Because yeah. of, you know, employment and the economy and how things are going. People are not, ha women, are, women are not having children. Um, there's more of them now than there was before. It's dropped. The birth rates have dropped at a rapid rate. And it's not just Nevada or United States. It's everywhere, every country. Oh, wow. So I did some reading on that before I came in. Oh. But, they, like, they, there's distinct possibilities that this could affect us in the future. And in, in what way did you read like any particular just the economy the is econ the biggest thing. You know, you have it, to have people to run the economy and if the everybody stops having kids. That's <laughs> true. I mean, if if we yeah, we'll have a bunch of old people and no one to take care of them, we're going to be just well, not us in this room because we're not aging. I'm not going to get it. I mean, everybody yeah. else. I'm done. I'm not catching aging. <laughs> it's like a disease. I'm immune to aging. Like, I have a, I'm vaxxed. <laughs> I won't even say I'm vaxxed about anything. Do you have that shot because I'll take it. I'll take Club Botox. I'll take that one. Yeah. Oh, my oh God. My. You might be onto something with that. Well, that's, um, yeah, it's really crazy how I, I've just thought about that. Like, you know, kids need so much time. Human children are a lot. I have two. I love them. But they, they live with their dad and their stepmom in Indianapolis. It was, a again, a pandemic reshuffle that just kind of stuck because the pandemic didn't end, you know. And so, <laughs> Type shit. So, um, so I'm in a very unique situation. But I think about these, you know, if I were to go back in time or if I were, you know, younger and wanting to reproduce, I don't – I actually never – I love my kids. I'm grateful. I've learned so much about myself being a mother. But I actually didn't dream about having kids when I was little. You know, I there were kids that, like, would 
rock the babies, little dolls, and they would like put their little, their mom's like shirt over their head and pretend it was a veil and they were getting married. Uh. No, I didn't do that. I, I wrapped myself up in a sheet and I lined my doll, my like stuffed animals up and I took my mom's Ukrainian like bowl and saw and like vase <laughs> and I would speak like gibberish and I pretend that I was blessing and enlightening Oh my God, like you've been priestess. this since you were a kid? I was doing this as a child. That's how I played by myself. No, I'm just like, I'm surprised that like, now you're doing a podcast and of I'm, self-healing and stuff. So and, I'm a, and I'm a professional speaker. You're doing the same thing. I'm as- doing the same fucking thing. I knew when I was a kid, just like I was eating fucking butter under the table. Now I'm a goddamn carnivore eating <laughs> every day. My fucking five-year-old self knew, bitch, I got you. Just follow me, mm-hmm. you know? So, and, and the, the other thing I would do is I would, I would fucking dissect the chickens my mom would bring home with like the hearts and the gizzards and I would cut them open and sew them back together. And I, I'm, I'm a nurse practitioner with a doctor, you know, DNP. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't do any of the marriage and the, and the See, the now when I was in high school, I was going to go into nursing. So I got my CNA and then I had to go work in like an old folks home for my clinicals or whatever. And I was like, I can't do this. I'm going to be a lawyer. I, I have to use my words. I can't. No. Touching is not for me. I don't want to touch people. No, <laughs> it was a hard one. Actually, it was bad. It's funny. My first semester when I was, you know, doing the nurse, you know, you're a nursing assistant, your first clinical. So I had to wipe the asses and everything. It was That's exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Wiping asses, <laughs> doing bed baths, changing their, you know, doing the perfect hospital bed corners, the whole thing. And I remember this. This is like was freaking hilarious. He was a demented guy, um, British, and I had to help him to the toilet. He pulled his pants down and he was sitting there and like, you know, he kind of scooted down and then he like opens his legs and this big penis just falls down. (laughs) And I swear to God, this demented 85 year old fucking guy. He like looks up and he like gives me like a little giggle. No. <laughs> he knew, oh, even no. though he was demented, he had a huge dick. Nice. <laughs> he was still a man. He was still a man, even though he had. Just wanted to show it off he like just, a monkey. Just, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I swear to God, eighty-five, demented, you know, and he still never giggles. Left him. It never left him. It's, you, they they do it when they're babies. They do it when they're 85 and demented. It makes no difference. They still love their wieners. Perverts are always, always. perverts. <laughs> I mean, you know, you think about dating now, too. Like, I, I was, like, looking at a meme the other day. And it made me laugh because it was, like, I can't remember what historical character it was, but it was it was a poem that he read or he wrote to, you know, his love about I can't wait to see you, this, that. And I'm like, and then it was, like, what we get nowadays, dick pics. I know. Like, right? like it used to be like chivalry with poetry and, you know, a love letter. Uh, love letters or, you know, <laughs> even a fucking mixtape. Yeah. Right. Like a mixtape, right. but now we get dick pics. Want to see my schlong? <laughs> I know. It's been so normal. I don't get, I mean, I don't get dick pics. I mean, not on social media, anyways, but I You mean, will now that you just. Because <laughs> dick pics I'll is I'll send you my dick pic. Got you, girl. <laughs> I'm gonna start a collection. I have one. I have. I can show oh, you. Oh, you do. Okay. I do dick pic roasting because I get I get dick pics sent to me so often that I can literally like lay them up next to each other and me and my friends just roast them. 
I think yeah. Start you a need website. To do an episode on yeah, exactly. I'm going to. It's just is or the... guess guess whose dick this is like. Oh! You know? like, like is it pin, A B C or D? Pin the dick on the donkey. <laughs> Famous dicks from around the world. Looking at <laughs> that'd be so funny. That would be awesome. <laughs> I actually. There was a girl who reached out a Facebook friend that somehow I became friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, I don't know, just responded to one of the posts. And she was like, hey, I'm going to be in town this weekend, blah, 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 whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. If you you know, want to meet up, it's always nice to meet a Facebook friend or I can you know, connect you with people. She's like, yeah. And then she starts asking me these questions. And I was like, okay, mm, <laughs> she's borderlining. Like, okay, it's getting a little too personal, oh. almost a little creepy. Oh. And then all of a sudden I have a roster of her lovers, like cocks standing full on, like down to like their mid thigh. I And I'm like, she wanted me to like hook up and help her find a guy or, and, and the funniest thing, she was a business coach and she has, she's married. She's in, you know, this relationship what? and apparently she says it's open or whatever, but she was like describing all these things. I'm like, I didn't realize they gave that vibe that a chick just feels comfortable sending me all of her lover's dicks. You give and that like, vibe. I would apparently, give, yeah. Well, how big was the roster? I mean, she had five guys. Oh my she, God. she said, I love black cocks and uh. she like had, I mean, I thought they were photoshopped, but maybe they weren't. Maybe that's real. But I Are mean, you talking about me? <laughs> it was impressive but I mean I had more dick pics from a chick than I've ever gotten from a guy no what like that's that's the moral of the story is the chicks are more perverts with me than guys are guys are like oh she's a doctor maybe I should respect her the girls are like fuck it she'll appreciate a big cock I see how she talks on her podcast let's hook it up like seriously that's, it was a I don't understand what she was trying to do was she trying to have you find her a guy? Yeah, she wanted me to meet Why up. Why would she send you pictures of dicks? No, for, bitch, for, I don't get it. Because she you, I think that she was trying. No, she was trying to have a threesome with you. Yeah, she, um, I think I think that's probably where she was going. That's definitely where she was going. Yeah, like, she wanted me to go with her, find her people, and then we could like hook up together. Uh-huh. So, so I've had situations like that, and it's like, oh no. Yeah, both no. of you, both of you guys know. are definitely like three-way material. I would ask. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you very much. Appreciate I'm it. I'm flattered. <laughs> I totally ask. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, well, you don't know about Lana, but Lana does. Oh no, I totally want you on my podcast. I'm like, you're totally the vibe. I was like, my podcast is this, but worse. Oh <laughs> no, okay, but you, you. Oh, I've done three ways. You're, totally. You like the you like guys and girls. I like guys and girls. Yeah. I'm a total slut, bro. Like it's like anything that walks, I'll fuck. I'll fuck <laughs> a trans girl. Have I you? Like them all. Yeah. Yeah. I've had sex with a trans girl. Well, it was titties, penis. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Best best of both worlds, and only one person in the room. It's like having a threesome, but with only one energy. Huh. That makes a huge difference because when there's two energies in the room and you have to bu- fuck both of them, no, it's kind of weird. One energy in the room, a dick and pussy. I mean, a dick and titties. It was great. I am so huh. sexually inexperienced. <laughs> <laughs> I so am Do I you... compared to that shit. I'm like, well, and I was with like a rock star. <laughs> No kidding, right? like a virgin. I do too. I mean, I'm, I got you, ladies. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not kinky like that. Like, I like to be manhandled. You're, you're and a different type of kinky. 
You're just a different type of king. I'm just like a little more open and curious. I think like there's still like like people will look an asshole. I would, but you know some people wouldn't. Like you know, you guys are a little more. Some, I don't know what's your like. You like to be choked and okay, smacked okay. and shit. I'm like, don't smack me. I'll smack you back. Like I'll I'll grab my dildo. I will stick it up your nose. Try fucking. With, don't get violent with me and you're fucking me. Huh? You lick a butthole, but you won't get choked. I will lick a butthole, yeah. but like, don't choke me. <laughs> it's, it's like, choke me in a different, like, put your dick down my throat. Choke me that way. Oh don't choke God. me physically. Okay, this has Wait, gone to a topic. completely, completely different. different. All right, so Lana. Divorce I'm divorce attorney. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to take back the show because Sorry. Lana's taking it into a totally. I'm going to mute my mic. <laughs> no. that, was a different, that was definitely a different hallway. That was a different we hallway. We wandered down a different hallway. We did, yeah. That happens when you have conversations with Lana. All right. No <laughs> problem. That's what makes Sorry. it exciting. A little spice spice to the Dr. Leslie show. I mean, I don't worry about it, though, because like I, like I said, I hang out with a lot of homosexuals. <laughs> yeah. I know around 11 p.m. it's time for me to disappear because they're... I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm they like, ah. It's time for me to go home. Yeah, <laughs> they start getting a little wild. Oh yeah. What about divorce rates with in the gay population, gay lesbian? Honestly, they don't get divorced as much. The lesbians it. get divorced more than the they gays. Do it. They do. Mm -hmm. Oh, what are the reasons for that? Um, you know, honestly, I took one lesbian divorce case, and then I decided I was never going to do another <laughs> lesbian divorce case. Again. Oh no! It was that. Bad? It was terrible. Even over the people that get murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> wow. So no. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're gonna cut that out. <laughs> it was bad. Uh. Well. Yeah. I mean. I'm, you, I mean. You have. You have. I had women fighting over dog clothes. What? Literally fighting over dog clothes. Like it was just. It, yeah. They fight. Wow. The women. I. Because two women in a marriage, it's, it, it's women are emotional. emotional. We're emotional creatures, so it's and, and we know that. But yeah. in a divorce, it's all emotion. Like there is no oh. common sense when it comes oh, no. to dividing a, a marriage that way. Mm. And I'm I'm talking horror stories. For every yeah. like horror story, there's probably like five divorces that are actually collaborative. Everybody gets along, and we we settle it and we get out of it. Mm -hmm. But you know, there's always those bad ones. Yeah, I would imagine more of them are gross and not, not, I mean, I, mine was, when I was going through my divorce, I mean, my ex was not in on it. He wanted to win me back. He was being very mean about it. And like all of the other people I knew getting divorced at that time, there was one, there was eight of us and one of them had like a cordial divorce. Uh. I think most people just, again, I think the reasons why people end up leaving, we don't, exit when we should we use different methods to kind of get out as as escapes or like people cheat they want to be found out because they don't want to be the one that leaves and breaks up the relationship or whatever a lot of that yeah right like it's like i'm just going to do what i need to do and not tell and they get find out it's almost like a subconscious way of you know ending it i think the easiest way to probably end it is that you when you start having problems in your relationship maybe the seven year boxing engage in therapy and see where it goes, you know, because I, I mean, I, I, I think that any couple should be engaged in therapy. I think they should start therapy from the beginning. Yeah. Did you do that with your last boyfriend? Uh, we had went to therapy a yeah. few times. Okay. Yeah. Um, but 
just anybody, if if you're in the therapeutic environment and you can get things out, then the divorce might not be as bad. Do That's th- what I think. Do you think that therapy, from your perspective, from the people that you've maybe seen who've married, whose marriages have lasted beyond that 10 years or whatever, therapy might help prolong or like prolong the marriage or allow them to be happy or, you know, prevent a divorce altogether. I mean, we talked about this sort of unequal evolution of people often that happens, right? Yeah. Um, Do you think therapy can actually help, like statistically or from your own experience? I mean, I I think so. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. So you're a therapy supporter? I I support therapy. I mean, I think everybody should be in therapy. Mm -hmm. True. Whether, and and not even necessary therapy, but self-care. Yeah. Uh, is a huge part of it, yeah. um, you know, but I I think that as far as going collaborative divorce, like it's it's easy if you it's probably easier if you've talked some things out. Sure. Because then there's probably less bitterness. You, you already you already know where the writing's on the wall, kind mm-hmm. of, so to speak. It helps with closure, healing, helps kind with of. closure and healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But most people don't do it that way. I mean, they're throwing each other's clothes out the window and then they're like, fuck you, get out, steal the car and taking the kids. Oh, my God. (laughs) God, I couldn't even imagine that. I mean, my divorce, I was not pleasant, but it was nothing like that. I mean, holy cow. Oh, God. I've had him do so many things. I was like ready to go i was just like take whatever you want i don't want that's shit. what i did i literally Me just too. left i was like i don't i just did whatever. he what? make it hard though no he cheated so oh you know he was he mine che- cheated? he cheated on me from world of warcraft <laughs> what met some bitch on world of warcraft and i was like i was an attorney i was a brand new attorney not brand new i'd been five years in because i was married i was with him for nine years i was married for six years Six years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> six is your thing. Yeah. This relationship with six. Okay. I see yeah. you. Yeah. Six, six years. And um, <laughs> yeah, like I found I, it was it was some chick he met on World of Warcraft. That's he was playing that game so though. much. Oh my God. And I was like, oh, I know what you were doing on the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, you're the world of right. world of so, Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I she like that. Came up with it. that was oh, that's that was good. <laughs> it's hard to hear her. She doesn't have the thingies. I know. <laughs> I had that, but see, I didn't steal a joke. You did. No, that was good. Gay credit. Yeah, um, Cat Williams won't come back on me. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go back to that that marriage. Did you? Were there things that you? missed in his personality trait or was it just an evolutionary change or were you like me and it's like oh I didn't know that I had to make sure that the guy was trustworthy and reliable and like followed through and no, no honestly I just wanted him to get the fuck out of my house yeah okay like because I, <laughs> I I despite the world of Warcraft thing I was working I was I was a new new associate in a law firm I was working 70 hours a week mm. and he was oh. not working and so I was paying all the bills while he was fucking around with chicks on World of Warcraft. And I was like, so yeah, I was I was ready to get out. That's why I was yeah. like, just whatever do you want. What, yeah. Get me. Uh, this was a mistake. Can you like, you know, it's funny though, because you're saying that he's like lazy, didn't work, and he played World of Warcraft. I can smell their relationship. You can. Smell what does it, it like, smell like? Like, how, what is that? <laughs> Do tell. Like, like, like hot pussy and pizza and like Ninja Turtles. 
How accurate is that description, right. Mandy? Exactly. <laughs> Maybe not the hot pussy part. I, the, birds, uh, the pizza. If you're playing World of Warcraft as a female, I'm sorry, bro, but oh, the, the chair that you're okay. sitting in for 10 hours? <laughs> ew. Okay. How do people play? Do people still play that? I don't even yeah. know. Yeah. Really? Where? There's a whole guild thing like, going there's on. Like a whole, like, there's, a, there, there's things for Minecraft. I don't even know what that is. What, bro? Yeah, yeah, I don't like, even. I'm sure there's Candy Crush tournaments. Like, there's people who are really, like, They're gamers. They, yeah. Well, people are making careers out of gaming, online gaming, and, like, yeah, there's influencers. True. More power to them. I just, true. I yeah, never. I can't hate. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, I mean, to each his own, I guess. But it's it's just so hard to find people nowadays that actually read, like, books. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so dating in this town. So now you're like newly single-ish. What what are your thoughts about dating and getting back into it? Has anything changed with you in terms of what you want or how you're going to approach as, it? As far as me, I like I haven't I you know what? I went on a, I went on one of those like websites, like the dating website, Bumble, Dumble, Bumble. Bumble, Bumble. Yeah. Uh and I, I was on there for like two minutes and I was like, I can't do this. I, I think I, it was the same with me. Like years ago, I went on Bumble for 24 hours. I'm like, no, fuck this. No, I, can't I can't do that. No, I need to meet somebody. I want to I if, if I do meet somebody in the future, it's going to have to be like organically. I can't I can't do that. I'm I'm the same way. Like, even though my strategy has been like I fall into the relationship now that I know that, OK, I'm you know, aware of how I just, I'm not being discerning in all the things. I, it has to be organic, like just swiping and swiping. I've gone through, I've had other apps along, you know, the way people are like, oh, do this one. I'm like, okay, I'll try. And it's just, I swipe and then there's no more swipes. And I'm like, okay, there's nobody it. left. There's no one left. I've swiped them all. They're yeah. done. I, and then the next day there's like only two more and I have like a thousand like likes and messages and I'm like those two oh, swiped fast. Okay, who? I don't know if I'm swiping left or right or whatever. They were gone and I'm like. <laughs> they were gone. <laughs> I, I have to meet. I'm like an energy person. And it's yeah. like even though I might. Sometimes I've I've dated guys when I've met them. I would I would have totally swiped past them. And been like, nope, just based off of your looks. But in person, it's like they're charming and it's fun. And it's mm -hmm. like, it's a totally, I can't do the app thing. I, yeah. I, 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 I can't. I don't know. And I don't want to learn. And what, no. And what I figured now is this is how people date nowadays. So I'm just, um, I give up. <laughs> That's, I mean, yeah. I, I'll just hang out with my gays and my dogs and my vibrator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What the fuck else do I need? <laughs> Advice from the divorce lawyer. God, I know. Gays, dogs, and vibrators, it's all you need. Don't get in the marriage box. Just, you need that. Seriously, That's it. though. I love that. That's like a mic drop right there. Seriously, though. <laughs> this is probably not good for the wedding chapels, but. No. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe, I'll, you know, this is very fresh for me. It's a it's and, it, you know, it was six years and I was like, un, I was in so and I'm still in love with him. But mm. it's just it, and it was one of those relationships where you love him, but, you know, it had to go. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But it's tough. We'll Any, see. We'll see. Are you, you guys are still friendly talking or you're in like no. the no contact zone? I mean, well, I don't know. He'll, yeah, he texts me every once in a while. It's, yeah. But it's like breadcrumb years, like just checking Always sure breadcrumbing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. um, I've been there. Aside from 
Aside from like the the prenup and possibly therapy, is there anything that a couple could do before they get married? Not to necessarily ensure that they don't get divorced because, you know, it's not a sure thing, but to ensure that there's going to be a healthy marriage. I don't think there is, honestly. <laughs> she would be a billionaire if she had the answer to For that. Real. Come on. Yeah, because. Or she'd be out of business. Or she'd be out of business. <laughs> so many people and people, just how they are, they change, you know, and it's just, yeah. you never know what, you know, how people are going to change. Now, I mean, one person might be stuck in their ways on World of Warcraft, and then the other one is like, I got to do other shit. <laughs> You know, like, I'm not going to be into that, you know, or and and then you just don't you don't you're on the same track for a certain amount of time. And then eventually one person just veers off the other track and you're like, well, okay, Yeah. You know, Um, but I've seen it. You know, I have lots of I have lots of friends who have been in marriages for 20, 30 a lot of years. I I hang out with them. What's their Um, secret? What do they tell you? Uh, communication is the biggest thing. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of it is that. Uh, I think there's a lot of interdependence on each other in those relationships, too, mm. um, which is scary for people like us who have doctorate degrees. You don't want to have to depend on anybody for shit. And yeah. I don't. I mean, right. I, I don't know about you. But no. I, I don't. I, no. I can take care of my own. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot of but a lot of men nowadays are not into the position where they can be strong enough to place us in our feminine and we're forced to become the masculine because of their lack of. And, and in those (laughs) circumstances, that's not what we're naturally evolved to be. We're supposed to be in the feminine, but if you can't, it's, it's like, if you can't step it up, then I have to, Right. And and then why are why are you here? Right. That my question exactly. That's why I'm where I'm at in my you know journey with dating or not or whatever I decide I want to do because it's like I'm realizing that what is the point when I have so much fulfillment? I have love with so many people, my girlfriends and my animals and my kids and all the things and it's like I'm really trying to figure out what place a man really has it's being redefined i'm redefining it right now i think you probably just haven't met the right man yet i hate that answer I know. I hate. That. <laughs> I hate. But it's true. You, yeah, I it don't like true. the answer either. Uh, but it's but, but like it is where true. I know it's I mean, been. It's like you know I'm 44. Like where the fuck is he? Right. <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm not yeah. gonna stop myself in life from my own happiness. I can yeah. create my own happiness. I've been right. doing it for years. I even did it in my relationship. And yes. I mean, maybe that's something that maybe bothered him. I I have a deep social network. I have a lot of close friends. You know, you you are going to have to add to that. Yes, um, exactly. And, and if you start detracting from it, this isn't, isn't... Yeah, where I'm at with rebuilding and just, you know, being a couple months post my breakup too, I really, I'm accelerating so much and my growth curve is so much. I'm actually, you know, wanting to take this breather time because I love hard when I love even if I were to take my time and find the person, you don't know if it's going to work out full, you know, at any point. My heart needs a break. And I really feel like I need to just 
really focus on my career and building my life and giving my heart a break. And, you know, if people come into my life, great. You know, I'll take my strategies and take my time, but I'm, I, I don't think I'm ready. No, I, I, yeah. Like I, I really, really, when I'm honest with myself, I'm really not ready because I like to have blissful and enjoying, enjoying moments. Like if I, you know, meet someone and I want to like get to know them for the whole weekend that I have to happen to be at a, like a festival summer, a tango festival, I want to be able to enjoy that and see where it goes and not have to feel guilty or weird about it or, you know. Exactly. I, if I found the right person, I don't even know if I would be ready for them, to be honest. Like the, my last relationship, I kind of realized that too, that I don't know if I was really fully satiated because I I still wanted to have my freedom to just enjoy without needing to be accountable or work on something. But why is that? Why do you have to be completely accountable to somebody and just and maintain your that was why my can't question you have too both, you i know? know and i think, that's my question like uh, you know because like why is it a big problem if i go hang out with 45 homosexuals at a straight club that part. And, like, that was the <laughs> same, and that was the same with me why can't i enjoy the things that i want to enjoy and and it's still and like that is an insecurity or a problem or it's like a codependent i don't know i just i didn't understand that i didn't Again, that's another thing I don't subscribe to. I'm super f okay with being able to fulfill myself. But I've been, I've had so many interactions with men before that like, I just can't, I'm not going to compromise because I always end up being, I grow them anyway. So then I'm like, what the fuck is the point? Yeah. Like I'm trying to compromise or work with someone, but then I outgrow you and it's like, and you're not enjoying me being me. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not. I can't do uh, yeah. it. So it it's, isn't the right person. It's but not the right person. So am I, is it that I'm really not ready? Or is it that I've just been conditioned so much of this whole thing that I'm just telling myself I need a break and I'm just not ready because I don't believe that maybe there's a person. You probably need to a, just like find somebody. This is what I think daily. You know, find somebody who's comfortable enough in their masculinity mas excuse me, masculinity mm -hmm. to be able to trust you enough to at least be able to have your own independence and I feel like that's lacking with a lot of men mm. they don't I, I don't know if it's that they 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 don't trust women or they think you know a, a lot of it is social media you mm -hmm. know they don't want you on social media they don't want you looking good you know mm -hmm. it's really strange because you would think that a lot of men would be like look at my girl she's hot she's on you know all of these things like look she's fucking awesome you know right. but it doesn't appear to me that that happens very often not just in my own personal circumstance but a lot of women that i talk to that are upper level professionals we have the same issue mm. there's a lot of men that cannot accept a woman being more successful than them. Mm, interesting. And when they look hot, because we don't subscribe to aging, that's even more of a threat. She doesn't need, yeah, she doesn't yeah. need me, and she's successful, and she's hot. Well, where do I fit in? How can I protect her? How can I be in? How can he be in his masculinity when we were like, can't. okay, well, you can come or go, whatever. And I think that I was always like, up. just get in the car. Like, <laughs> get in the car. <laughs> Just get in the car. Week. Get in the fucking car. Stop bitching. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
The roles were totally if you, reversed. If right? you're really that worried about me, like, you know, doing whatever, you need to get, get in the car. <laughs> Come check on me. Yeah, uh, Never was a moment where my partner was not invited to something that I was doing. Ever. Oh, you know, nice. maybe like girls' night. Sure. You know, I'm not going to be... Even though <laughs> you I've got gone, your boy, friend I, and tote. To no, I've been, on, I've been on some like of those. Like Lana's little weed bag. <laughs> <laughs> she I've carries been over on the her shoulder. <laughs> I've been on some of those girls' nights where they bring like their husband or their boyfriends. No. Uh, and then you're the one that brings. Uh. Those are terrible. Yeah. Everyone knows he's a fucking jealous control freak. Like immediately yep. they know when yep. he walks through the door. That's it. Yeah. The good boys on girls' nights, no. But, uh, you know. And girls on guys' nights. Girls on guys' nights is worse. I think that's so much worse. Because what's funny is like I'm one of the boys, so I go, like I go on guys' nights, and when the guys exempt, yeah, well, I'm (laughs) yeah, I'm just you know have a wiener. But when (laughs) when they bring their girlfriend and then they want me to entertain the girl because I'm the girl and I'm like. No, nah, bitch, you were supposed to bring her. Like this, I was like, this was this was boys' night. What's up? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's bad on either. Oh, oh, sorry, I was gonna make a point. Do you think that possibly, um, maybe it's not that you're dating wrong, but do you think you have dating fatigue? Because this is something that Jamie Lynn had told me. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I'm there. I have dating fatigue too, where you're just kind of like, like you, my you heart is done? like worn out. Yeah, yeah that's you're, exactly. You're like I just need to stay alone. It's like no, you're just fucking tired. I'm maybe I'm I'm totally beat up from my last relationship because I was enjoying yeah I was enjoying myself and this one you know yeah I mean it was hot and cold and on and off and like devastating I'm just like all right peace out like whoa I'm taking a breather yeah so that's why I'm saying I'm not ready is that dating fatigue though or is that relationship fatigue (laughs) Well, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I, I mean, don't know. I've never apparently I've, dated because I just be real. What's the difference? Because dating is a relationship now. Well, situationships. Appara- no, but apparently I don't date. I don't know how to date. I just slip into relationships. Oh, you're right. So I don't even fucking okay. know how to date. I'm like, I get what you mean. Wait, like I'm supposed to date multiple guys at a time? What? What? Like, I don't understand that. You slip into really. I don't understand. Meaning, like, like, so with my last relationship, he was a tango dancer, and we were just we met at a festival a couple of times, and we were like, oh, we'll dance, we'll partner, whatever, and then we just like hit it off. It was easy. There was no expectation, and then we just it evolved, and it was really beautiful, and I we learned so much from each other, and everything was great, but so we just, I slipped into a relationship, meaning we I went from she, dance partners to, to, to boyfriend and girlfriend, to lovers, like we were just, you know, we're just enjoying the bliss of the dancing, and the connection, and then it was like, why don't you spend more time here, and here's a key to my place, and he doesn't live in the city, and so I would, we go, we'd be going back and forth, it was so great and wonderful, we just kind of slipped like that's what I mean. We slipped. Well, in. I feel like I that's dating, though. Yeah, no, but I, I was. She, what she means is that she skips the dating part. I was. I was with one person. So dating experts say you should be multi dating. Yeah. Be da- not necessarily having sex with or doing. Just you need to be out with two, three people, at, like rotating through until one person perks up and you apparently have the conversation because women apparently because we have oxytocin we end up bonding more Mm. have the conversation about what does this mean and you know whatever goes from there and then you kind of narrow it down to one person so for me I tend to fixate all my energy on one person because I don't multi-date I like to 
be connected, but apparently that's not a good thing. That allows me to get too emotionally invested and then I slip into the relationship too early. I commit before knowing if he's reliable and trustworthy and he's not going to become an avoidant at six months, like in this case, <laughs> when this guy freaked out. He's like, I'm in love with you. Ah! And then, yes. you know, go. <laughs> you know, I, I, I love you. I'm sorry. I'm totally bullying you. You know who you are. Yeah. But um, it's funny. We so, all know who you are, motherfucker. We all know who Anyways. you are. <laughs> um, no, but it's just like I don't allow myself to... Um, have multiple distractions and then I end up focusing because I love love and I love the feelings and then I get emotionally attached and before I really know who he is. So that's what I'm saying. I slip into a relationship with one person because I end up... I, I just, I don't know. I feel like that's the way... It, I mean, when I was dating... Before I was in my last relationship, I was dating not multiple people at a certain time. Maybe, I, maybe it's... I don't know. Maybe it's me. I go out with somebody. If I go out with somebody... I know within five minutes if I want to see them. Yeah, but that's called dating. That's, that's yeah. considered dating in the relationship coaching world is you go on a date, even if it's coffee 15 minutes, that's considered a date. You're feeling them out, and so then it's done. So that's what they mean. Like, she's yeah. Mean, I didn't really do that. But once you find a person and you are fixated on them, like, don't you, you know, you don't really want to see anybody. But maybe that's why my relationships are, I've chosen the people that I've chosen because I'm, not allowing multiple people to court me and I'm allowing myself to get fixated on someone before it's I'm maybe it'll work maybe it works for people but apparently I've just been it's not a wise until it's not like a wise use of time either because you know I'm it's one person and then it takes three to six months to find out who they are and then you know they might not be the right person and you've invested time and then my heart breaks and then I get relationship fatigue like and then a I'm here romantic a hundred thousand percent I am but Cause that's probably I don't think you slip into relationship because I think I, I get where you're coming from you're like it should it should happen like that like where yeah. it should happen just kind of slowly when you're fixated on one person and you don't want to be fixated on another now hopefully they're fixated on you too yeah but that's like that's that's well, how yeah. relationships happen I mean that's how mine have the ones that I've had but you want to be like more like swept off your feet and like super romantic. Let's get married. Like no, not it. the marriage thing. I love my independence. I'm not gonna do the marriage thing again. No, yeah. I'm outside the box. Unsubscribe to marriage <laughs> and aging. Yes, those boxes. Ban the box. I'm in that box too. Like I said, I just want to live in my house and go to work and play with my dogs and hang out with my gays and have sex with whoever yeah. and, and, you know, and, and enjoy our times together, go to dinner and enjoy life. I just want to yes. enjoy, enjoy life. Enjoy life with someone, like have a companion. Yeah, a companion to do things with. I'm exactly the same way and it seems so hard. And I think for me... Do you think it's because men feel like they need to have marriage more? Because, you know, 70% of women are are the ones that file for divorce first. I remember yeah. that. I remember that statistics. It's funny because the more that I'm like at my wonderful age that I'm like so like this is going to be the best decade fucking ever. Fuck like yeah. on every level. It's like amazing. Sex Hell yeah. drive, beauty, Fuck the yeah. whole like knowledge. It's going to it's so it's so good already. And this year too. But I think that um, a lot of the guys want to lock me down. Like in my last relationship, yeah. he wanted to commit and all that he was like coming on strong and all the things. And I'm like. Okay, I can't. Great. I mean, I'm into it. And then again, because I didn't have the time, I got emotionally invested, and then he started getting freaked out. But 
every guy, I have no problem with them wanting to lock me down. They want to lock me down like yesterday. Yeah. Uh, they want to get married. They want to have me. They want the ball and chain uh, there. And it's like, ah, no, I yeah. don't. Yeah. I can't. I don't want to do that. And so the more that I don't want that, the more it seems like fuel their chasing primal instincts of like conquering. Uh, and then it's like, okay, and then I, because I'm a romantic, I'm like, oh, he's chasing me. Oh, it's so lovely. <laughs> and then, you know, then it ends up not being good for me because I do kind of end up liking the romance side. Mm -hmm. And I believe what they say, that they're going to be normal and dedicated and all the things. And then shit happens. I grow, grow them or, you know. They, their true colors come. I don't know. Or like they say, oh, I don't want to get married. I don't want to have kids. I don't want any And I'm like, that. perfect, and then all me too. They and then like, they're like, wait. They flip the script on you and it's like. Yeah. Or not even flip the script. It's just they want more from you. And it's like, what What else do you want? Like, what? Right. No, exactly. Uh, they like want to put you in the box. They want to put you in the box. Box. Box, in the box. And then when you're in the box, they don't want to play with you. It's like yeah. putting the puppy in the box and then it's like, okay, where's the next puppy that I can chase and find? They want your box. I have a question. Considering lesbian divorce rates are super high and women are the first to uh, uh, file for divorce, do you think, like, it's obvious, like, we're the problem. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with this? Like, why? Because then, like, you just said, like, gay couples don't get... Divorce, like they just stay together. Gay gay men, gay men don't get yes. divorced at the same rate as lesbian women. Right, lesbian women get have a little bit of a higher rate than gay men. And then, but but, but actually, uh, homosexuality they actually have a better divorce rate than straight people. <gasps> like all encompassing, so homosexual couples have a lower divorce rate than heterosexual couples. See, so Leslie, you just got to start fucking girls. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, you're trying to put me in a whole different box. <laughs> you want me to eat box and be in that box. <laughs> be in the eat box box. <laughs> no, nothing. So maybe you're right. Maybe, you know, we're the problem. I feel like I just heard this a little too much where I'm like, I'm thinking... It's women. We're kind of the problem. I don't, okay, don't, don't want to say it's the problem. Maybe right. we are we are revolutionary and just saying we're finally independent guys. Like for you to match us and rise up to be able to handle us. Like we just want what we want and we're not going to settle. settle for anything less, I think. I mean, guys are okay with just being like. Guys are blah, a blah, lot blah. more complacent. I feel like in general, because guys, guys kind of catch a routine and they just, they, they're very They do complacent. like routine. Well, look at even the statistic. Women get bored of sex much faster. Than men. Way faster than men could literally. They like being content. They like having their woman. As long as they're happy and tended to, they'll be loyal and fine with the same routine. As long as they get the sex. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's the same sex for the rest of their life. If it's consistent and it's there, they're happy. Women were like... You're not choking me and slapping me and then making love to me and then <laughs> me over here and then courting me and then we're going to do the, we're going to go to the bar and you're going to pick so me up like true. I'm a stranger so and then like pretend you're Brad for today and, <laughs> you know, and then put on the football uniform and maybe dress like a woman, whatever we want. Oh, wow. you know? 
Like, where Where are my underwear? Yeah. (laughs) Where are my underwear? Exactly. We're going to switch outfits for the day. Totally. Like, we are complicated (laughs) creatures. I 100% know that, you know, from my own... (laughs) conversations and experiences hello you know what though like what is going on with men because like i heard a statistic today actually about how 60 percent of college populations are now women and 40 percent are only men men are not going to college what are they doing they're just Staying I don't, at home I'm, and vi- playing video games war of fucking world of warcraft <laughs> <laughs> Oh that my. was a good roundabout there. <laughs> we brought it all back together. <laughs> Button all that up. <laughs> We've solved it. We know what's. It's not women. Women are the smart ones for leaving and getting divorces. The guys are just being waste, video game a waste gamers. Of space. We solved it. We solved it. I think we solved it. <laughs> Girls are just smart. This is why we live longer. I think it's because men inherently haven't dealt with trauma. Because they're not supposed to. Because they are supposed to keep all of their emotions hidden. And now we have a population of men who have no abilities to deal with their emotions and actually have emotions that are healthy. Because, I mean, if you think think about how many guys you date that get pissed off and, like, punch the wall... Yeah, it's right. so dumb. Like it's, it's <laughs> and it's like you can't deal with your anger. Yeah, I like know. I get angry, but I've never like thrown shit or right. punched a wall or hit like punched my car or right. whatever the fuck that. You know what yeah. is that? You can't deal with your. You can't right. sit in anger and just have it. Right. And be like, I'm angry. And you can't identify an emotion. Is that this is what's going on? Like, so but but hilarious. you're but you're absolutely right. I mean, it is a challenge. Historically, men have been told to suppress their emotions and they don't know how to deal with it. And women, we've it's all about empowerment and communication. And now we've evolved to be like chicks with dicks, apparently. Yeah. You know, we can do all of it. And, and guys are at a disservice because they're not being taught it in school still. There's not a lot of, you know, emphasis on men. Yes, lots on coaching and being your best self and making money and personal development. But it, it's the emotional part. That's mm-hmm. the disconnect. The, you evolve through your emotion. You you can't, you, anyone can make money. Anyone can do the Tony Robbins, like, I'm going to be a real estate guru, blah, 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 you know, and, and do the, like, mindset over whatever. But it's the emotional part. That's where healing, that's where evolution takes place. So... You know, when you're playing a video game and you're numbed out, getting a dopamine hit in your brain, like, nice. you know, you're not evolving. Yeah. You're emotionally numb. You're getting your emotional hit from a flashing screen, you know, and then you're done. You're like spent after playing eight, eight hours of whatever video game. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah, it is unfortunate. I it's funny because I've dated younger guys, guys around my age, guys much older. Same. The guys much <laughs> older, they're macho. They have more of the masculinity, but they're totally emotionally not there. They cannot be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. The younger guys are bitches. Super vulnerable, <laughs> super sweet, but they, like, I would break you. 
<laughs> like yeah. I would break yeah. it with my yeah. mind, you know. Yeah, it's just they don't they don't have the desire and the mm, you know the they don't have macho. They no don't. More. I was just gonna say they don't have the macho. Yeah, and then the guys in my age bracket they're like confused. They don't know what to be. They're like I'm a little bit of up here. I'm a little down. I don't know what the world expects of me. So um, it's been interesting for me in the dating ish, you know, when I was kind of going through my dating phase because I'm like, I really like that and I like the vulnerable. How can we like you just haven't found the right one yet. I haven't found the right one either. <laughs> I guess I not. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna just like work through my dating relationship, whatever it is, fatigue. And then I might start like just, you know, meeting guys and doing my thing. And then hopefully when I'm not fatigued anymore, maybe we'll try again. Hopefully this time. Yeah. We'll be at least a six year. Yeah. I, I'm just my friends are like no more musicians. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's probably a good idea. It sucks because I'm very attracted to them. Yeah. That's your type. Yeah. Unfortunately. So is it the jealousy? Like what's their deal? What are the are they insecure? Like I think a lot of it was insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy how it's you so could weird. be a rock star and be insecure. Right? <laughs> but you know what though? M musicians, like they, 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 they're not, they're built and wired a little differently. Yeah. Because they're art, they're artistic. They're, they're very artistic. They're dedicated to their craft. It's obsessive. They have to be perfect. It's, There's a lot yeah. of pressure. It's, yeah, it's, mm. it's, it's kind of a different animal. But it's, it's, I don't know why that's attractive to me. I don't know why it's attractive it's to me. It's the same with me. I dated a lot of like pseudo celebrities or like whatever, and they're the fucking most insecure. Oh like, my God. I'm Pat. just like, well, oh, I want to hear these stories. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, just needing validation all the time and wanting me to be like glued to the hip. I'm, I'm, I'm not a groupie or whatever you have, you know, like performers and. You know, just different type of artists I've dated over the years, and I'm just—they seem the most insecure. I, I, I didn't—I mean, I, I didn't know that. You like my brother? <laughs> my brother's an artist, and he's—I mm. don't feel like he's like that, but I don't know. But it's also this town. I, I, I know people say it's in every town. No. Do you live in this town? No, yeah. It's this town. Yeah. Don't try to like make it seem like this town's a little odd. This yeah. is. It's very transient. It brings a lot of people that have motives that are not like the good old Midwest. You yeah. have people that. It's not the same. Can't. It's like it's in every. It's in every city. Leslie. No, don't. Unless you've dated here for eighteen years. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I was married for 11 of them, but, you know, dated the last. No, you can't tell me that it's like every other city. It, this is a weird beast. It is. I, it is. It is. Yeah. I mean, I, especially with some of the things that I've heard in divorce cases, you know. Yeah. That's why I dated in another state, and that didn't fuck work out either. <laughs> so, I thought maybe the distance was going to allow me to have my space and be able to build. And we made it to eight months. <laughs> But God. if we were to live in the same state, that probably would have consolidated into three. So I like. That's kind of why I liked the musician situation, because he would go on tour for months at a time. Right. And that would give me time with like my friends and, oh my you know, God. all of those things. And like the distance helped in the relationship to. So is that a, th is that a thing? Because it's I like that song by Journey. What oh was my. it? Open arms or no, no. no. Oh, my God. What, I, what I, the Journey song. Dream on. No, that's, not, that's, wrong. Yeah. that's Aerosmith. That's wrong people. No, it's, it's funny. It's 
It's funny you say that because my girlfriend, who is amazing, she's 52, she's been married for like 25 years. Damn. Um, and, she, you know, she's watched me in my dating journey and all the things, and she's like, you know, she she was actually, her husband was the one that told me about the three to six month rule with the guys. I'm like, why didn't they tell me this when I was like 10? <laughs> like that guys will bamboozle, the good ones will bamboozle you for the first three months. And then, or the average guy, the good ones can bamboozle you for like six and mislead you. And I'm like, yeah. this should be in like not fine print that you have to hear from your best girlfriend's husband at 40, you know? Um, but I was going to, God, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, I think it was about the celebrity thing. Um, touring. Touring. Leaving. Leaving. Well, can I piggyback while, Go ahead. while you think Take of it. that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. The the thing that I was thinking is when it comes to like celebrities and musicians and stuff, one thing that I noticed is the level of their insecurity comes with the fact that they want to share their art and they genuinely care what other people think. And it's like, and it, and it, they care what you think. They care what their mom thinks. They care what their fans think. They care. Like, as much as a rock star claims that they don't give a fuck what people think because that's what makes them a rock star. Like, oh, yeah, I don't give a fuck. It's their biggest insecurity is, do you like my music? Do you like how I look? Do I look okay? Is my lighting great? Like, they're so hyper insecure when when you meet celebrities because i've dated three celebrities in the past and they were probably one of the most insecure people or yeah. like they're either super insecure or very like narcissistic yes <laughs> yes great word she knew it uh. <laughs> well that's typically that's a very insecure person yeah yeah it's usually the narcissistic people that are like the most insecure because like why be so narcissistic? I hate it though that online right now everybody is throwing around narcissism like everybody is a fucking narcissist. And gaslighting. And it's ridiculous because all of, you know, people who are self-aware and have self-esteem, there is a bit of narcissism that goes with that. There is healthy narcissism. Yes. yes. You have be to be selfish. I mean, it's my life and everyone else are selfish accessories. And conceited. To, I mean, it's you do. to be conceited a little S bit. Selfishness is not a bad word. People think it's about you yes. have to be selfish. My world, I've got to be good first and then everyone else is, yeah. you know, an accessory is, is yeah. part of that. If I mean, I think that's good. I, But yeah, people throw around narcissism like I hear it all the Everybody time. Everybody on like TikTok is a narcissist. Yeah, she's a narcissist. It's so like, uh, or maybe I fell into the wrong algorithm. I don't know. But every fucking time I get on one of those, it's like a narcissism videos of all these people telling me about narcissists. I'm like, is anybody going to tell about like, you know, the good part? There's good qualities, not not good qualities of a narcissist, but there are narcissistic qualities that you can have that is a healthy amount of narcissism. I read yeah. about it. Yeah. You know, because I fell into the hole and I was like, God damn, man, not everybody can be a fucking narcissist. I love how you said your algorithm. I fell into the narcissist algorithm. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> you commented or you hearted, you hearted someone who was what? talking Somebody about Somebody said one thing about narcissism and, like, and then all of a sudden it's like everybody's a narcissist. Damn. It's I know. Like, it's oh. like me with cats. I was like, oh, that's a fucking cute cat. And the next day I was on, it's like cat, 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 See, cat. See, I got to get more cat and dog videos. Then, but I love it. them and then I click on more and it's like my whole feed is on cats and cows cuddling with cats and dogs we're gonna and have harding, to, harding, harding, harding. We're going to have to follow each other because I get lots of cat things from <laughs> okay, lots good. of friends. Cats and lions cats and, and tangos and you know, sloths. Yeah. I love sloths. Oh my God, there's this monkey hanging onto the back of this cat. 
just walking like this wild monkey just hanging onto this <laughs> wild cat. Someone who's in Africa and you could hear them like talking in the background with Swahili that or whatever. That is awesome. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the cutest heart, that one. Yeah, I want more of that shit. <laughs> anyway. See? It's you so don't funny. need a man. I don't. You sit around and, you know and watch your it's damn so, cat videos. It's so funny how I just <laughs> I just told you that you had to go gay and then you have a bunch of pussy videos I going do. on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my God, it's so funny. Well, this was a fantastic episode. It was a great episode. Oh my episode. god, I giggled. This is one was of the it? Did I do ones. good? You did. <laughs> good. This you is like what? definitely top two. I lo- I love. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> From my I favorite. Love tops. Yeah. <laughs> I love tops. I love Mandy so much. Because... <laughs> no, oh my god. I love Mandy so much because she's a, a divorce attorney, but she's still believes in love. I wasn't sure actually what I was going to receive from you today because I'm like, she could be some bitter bitch divorced. Like I fucking hate men and they all must die and they're horrible. And I, oh love my God. That, yeah. I love that you're so pro. You just haven't found the right guy yet. It's like, she doesn't want me in the, the box, the marriage box, but she wants me to find the right guy. And even though she's going through, you know, two months post breakup, I love it. I love this. This is so good. It's good energy. It's very healthy. You know, yeah. I like love it. I still believe in love. I have love for my friends. I have love for my family. I have love. You know, I have a lot of love to give. And and you know, the more you give out, the more you receive. And true. that's the way I look at it. Yeah, very true. Um. So you know, but I love men. I do. I love men. That's why I hang out with so many. Gays. I know. <laughs> I mean, gay, straight, whatever. I know men, they have this really amazingness to them. I love men too. I can't hate them. Even though my life has been destroyed by multiple of them, particularly True. one who's still sitting in prison. Um, oh. I still, yeah, that's oh another my. story. <laughs> we'll talk. She doesn't, she didn't hear that podcast. Yeah. Right? Whoa. <laughs> Dr. Leslie Tell All. But no, I do. I, I, appreciate men and I understand you know my I'm understanding more how I want to interact with them and engage them and and attract the right ones I've I've had some pretty good men in my life in the last little while just not the right one Mm -hmm. and I like that verbiage you were so good for telling me that you just didn't meet the right one I love that that's great all right guys I hope that was helpful for you ladies I hope you were listening too we had such a great time until next time